And now, broadcasting live from his Desert South Pole studios at the base of Camelback Mountain, spending Christmas at home for the first time in 36 years and enjoying every minute of it. Here's Harry. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Radio Walders on the air, broadcasting from the South Pole, or otherwise known as Camelback Mountain. There isn't a lot of snow there, but there sure are a lot of lights in our neighborhood. And I think by us setting up the Texas State Fair at our house, and then our neighbor doing the Oklahoma Fair, even across the street, Betty and Keith have upped their game. And all of a sudden, I see three or four more houses. So uh, I think they're welcoming us back. Marlene and I after 21 years, and me after 36. So I was trying to think of some Christmas stuff, and I got a couple of little things. But first, I want to thank everybody for last week's show. And yes, I I probably should have said who the surprise guest was, and they didn't think it was me. But without spilling the beans to those that haven't heard the show, it was my father. And I couldn't have been prouder to have Dad on there, and I'm sure Shelly... 40, 50 years from now, I'll be listening to this, or 30 or 40 years, or however long I'm on the planet, she'll be listening and have Dad and Gramps singing, the guy with the musical talent and ability in the family. We did get good response. Uh, however, we do have plenty of free treats left, which surprised me. So Terry, uh, actually, unlike him in his hallmark ways, said he thought that maybe people thought it was some kind of a scam that we we're going to ask him for something. The only thing we could ask you for is your mailing address and a treat would come your way. If you want to throw a request in, uh, we're getting them now. We got about 10 to eight or 10 weeks out now, now that the lines are opening. And uh, so go ahead, reach out, put yourself in. You don't have to put a song in, just ask for a treat and we'll send it, we'll mail it to you. It's on our dime, not yours. You're not going to get some treat with a $76 mailing bill. Uh, we're wild at Wilder, but not that wild. Just saw our new Christmas card for several companies in our company, and it looks great. The guys did a wonderful job. Shout out to all the elves and the tallest elf, Bob Duvall, for getting that out. It looks great. And so this week we got a good show. We have uh, several, a couple of Hall of Famers. We got. Uh, a real nice cover, a great cover, got some good stories. And Ashley, this show, uh, as I wrote up, as I looked at some of the people in it, some of the artists, it almost looks like it's from uh, from TMZ or, the, or from the pages of my favorite newspaper, the most honest newspaper in the country, the National Enquirer. Because there there's all kinds of bizarre stuff from electric shock treatments to... Uh, world famous sisters fighting and not getting together and uh, quite quite interesting. I want to take the time in El Paso where I spent most of my time grew up. Tamales were a big Christmas staple and we always had them. Well, a good friend of mine, oh, actually two friends, uh, R- uh, Ricardo and Lorenza, sent 
uh, Adame sent and brought over some tamales for Marlene and I, and they're unlike any tamales that I ever had. First of all, I never had a sweet tamale with raisins and other goodies, and it was really delightful. Although he told me this morning that Lorenza said it should be a little sweeter. It was perfectly fine for me. And then the other one was a vegetable tamale, which again was pretty awesome. It had olives in it and stuff, and then the regular standards with a nice little pop. So I'm really getting into the Christmas. I'm looking outside and seeing the beautiful lights right now. And uh, I, mean, I still may celebrate all the way to my birthday doing it. But let's get the show underway. You don't want to hear any more about my Christmas, but you will hear some more. Come on. I got, I got a lot of pent-up stuff to say after 36 years. But I'm enjoying every single reindeer. In fact, in my fabulous studio, I am actually... I took a rug that Marlene had up front. It's got reindeer and Santa's looking at me, and it's a part of my sound boothing in here, so I'm enjoying it uh, as we speak. So let's get underway. Let's get some songs going. Let's start rocking it tonight at Radio Wild. And this will fin- this show finishes our first three months. We got some wonderful things planned for next year. We got some great stuff. Oh, one last thing. What we're going to do is we're going to take a well-deserved break. First three weeks in January, those shows would be like the six. I guess they would be the, um, let's see, about the 5th, 12th, and the 19th. And what we'd like you to do is vote on uh, what you think of the top shows that we had. And we're going to run those shows on the 5th, 12th, and 19th while we're geared up for a brand new start with some really interesting, great things. And if we can pull one thing off, Next year, I think everybody's going to have a lot of fun and we'll get to do a lot of traveling. So let's crank it up. Let's rock it out. Let's get moving.
with a friend of mine, John Setlack, last night at over at El Choro. And one of the many neat things about this program that was unexpected, and I'm a sales guy, so you know you have to always understand you're going to get no's or people are going to be hesitant to give you info and all that kind of stuff. But one of the things I found out is music is so magical. You can walk up, I told him, I said, I said, I can walk up to anybody in this room, John, and I can ask them a personal question about what kind of music you like. Nobody's hesitant. They'll all tell you. And it's been lots and lots of fun doing that. Again, it shows you how music is a wonderful barrier. And so uh, it, it's, I didn't, you know, I, I never thought of it because you don't go up and just start asking people. Of course, I try to give them a card so they have to listen to the program, tell them we got 70 years worth of stuff. And then the other thing, and it's kind of like when somebody, when you've either lost weight or done something and somebody says, man, you're really looking great. And you think, well, what did I look like before? I have had so many people say, and he said it to me last night. He said, you know, your voice is just right for a rock and roll podcast. So I'm thinking, am I just relegated to this rock and roll podcast? My whole life, I've got a big mouth and I am a babbler. There's no doubt. So if I sounded like... A, uh, rock and roll gravel my whole life is it okay or does it just fit in because if you just stick me in this room that's all i get to do i guess that's okay also so we, the first song was from collective soul it's called generate and they have a brand new live uh, collective soul live i think it's coming out this week that song was not from it but it is on it i believe and collective soul uh one of my favorite groups they combine a little bit of everything they they're a very long lasting group so uh, last week we did uh, something that I hadn't tried before called Let's Play 3, so I liked it, and let's, so let's go ahead and see if we can Let's Play 3.
was a knife expert kind of a Jim Bowie type Swaggering, blustering, coonskin I said, you're not serious, right? Then I saw him grab my friend by the hair I guess I should have prayed As it dragged him around I said to myself, there's gonna be some changes made To shift the blame And often feels betrayed There's gonna be some changes made
love to see her You was inside all the time Yeah, it took so long to free her Make her feel alive Well, it took so long to see her It was inside all the time She wants to to three in a row. First one fairly obvious, the mighty Rolling Stones doing a little rough justice. Just again, makes it to the Wilder program because it's a rocker and those are always going to be played on this show. And then Bruce Hornsby, who was a great session musician. In fact, if you go back and look at Sheena Easton, a rock and roller from the early 80s in 1984, I think it was. She had a video out called Strut. You can see him in the background. Well, then he did a lot of work for everybody, decided to do some stuff on his own, and he was so good, and it's been so good since, that in 1987 he won uh, Best Artist of the Year, uh, got a Grammy for that, and he is very talented. And Motorcycle Loretta reminded me of Loretta Lolly, Loretta Jones, Loretta W. Not because she rode around on motorcycles, but she's a free spirit, wild lady, good lady, lives down in Texas right now. So uh, that was done by Crown of Thorns. Don't have much on them, kind of a heavy metal band, but picked it up someplace. It fell into the inventory because it is what it is. So we're going to do a we're going to do a onesie coming up next, and it's by Hole, H-O-L-E. It's by Courtney Love, who was Kurt Cobain's other half from Nirvana. She put this band together. I've heard several of her songs. I really didn't care for it too much and really didn't. She was a minor B star, I guess, for a while. But I did like this song, so uh, let's listen to it and uh, see what she's got maybe down the road we'll go to heaven tonight ourselves. Feel the horses come and gallop in the 
Okay, now we're going to move into the request portion of the program. The request is from our own esteemed CFO, controller slash controller, Mr. Rick Jorgensen, also doubles as the CEO of Sacred Canyon. Sacred Canyon wine, salmon treats that you guys didn't get enough of last week for free. And if you don't get them all, then Terry and I are just going to eat them. He would like to hear a little George Thorogood bad to the bone. So when the beef is done and the stuff is taken off the bone, Rick has the ability to turn it into the best beef jerky you'll ever have. And uh, it won't be long before you'll be able to get some of that on Radio Wilder. So let's go and give Rick his treat. Bad. Bad of the bone. 
rich woman beg And I make a good woman steal I make an old woman blush And I make a young girl squeal I wanna be yours, pretty baby Yours and yours alone I'm here to tell you, honey That I'm bad to the bone Bad Bad show on Wednesday the 6th which happens to be would have been my dad's birthday he would have been 101 so happy birthday pop I also have been getting a lot of congratulations on our company's 28th 28 year anniversary which I appreciate everybody uh, it's it's been a long journey I guess if you hang around enough you start getting all the great anniversary stuff and but i do appreciate it getting a lot of them out on linkedin so uh, it was the first couple days of december that we started the ship so now we're going to go over to the deuces wilder collection two two of my favorites doing a song everybody's heard before and it's we're going to start with little richard doing lucille and then it's going to be covered by the great group from the 50s and early 60s the everly brothers and then we'll start a little of our TMZ after that. So go, let's go listen to Deuces Are Wilder. Mm-hmm. 
The greatest songs in rock and roll history with the coolest covers. It's time for Harry's Deuces Are Wilder. Great songs, great covers. Wonderful. 
Okay, I listen to both of those straight through. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Like both of them, of course. So before we get into our first of our TMZ stories, uh, my little Christmas story happened uh, probably in the mm, early 70s. Uh, a couple of my bandmates, Manny Rubio, Mike Duran, and my next door neighbor over the Northeast El Paso, Ken Fernandez, we decided because we were tremendous athletes that we would go to Rio Dosa and we're going to join some of Mike's friends up there, I believe it, they were, and we're going to have a little flag football. But in order to play the type of good football that we needed, uh, we needed to take a whole big bunch of courts, Coors courts up there. We knew the snow had cooled down, so we went up there, drinking all the way up there. I had a, about a 1966 white Buick nondescript. I had a nicer car, but from one of my transgressions, my dad took it away, and I just earned my way back to this one. So we got up to Rio Dosa, and after a spirited game and much, much fueling, it's probably about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, we hopped into the Buick. Now, Ken wasn't with us. It was just Mike and Manny, myself, I believe. So we made it back to El Paso. Um, I really don't know how we did, but I was taking them over to their side of town. They lived over by Burgess High School in El Paso. <clears throat> and uh, I took a wrong turn and went up a, a kind of a one-way st street that ended in a cul-de-sac. So uh, when I got to the end of the cul-de-sac, of course, I tried to make a nice, a good racing turn and flip the car on its top. And again, it was mid-afternoon and kind of bright and sunny. So three of us got out relatively unhurt. And of course, the first thing we all needed to do was pee. So we started to go about our business. And I happened to look up, and we were basically on this woman's lawn. And she was standing there with a hose watering her thing with her mouth so wide open that a, a bird could have flown in it staring at us. Police came. And when you think back of it in those days, I did not get a DUI. I got reckless driving and some other kind of something. Of course, we were pretty straight by that time, pretty sober. So maybe it was better that I did stay uh, away from home during Christmas if I'm going to get in that kind of trouble. So we're going to go on and play uh, some stuff by heart, Ann and Nancy Wilson. Now, the TMZ part of Ann and Nancy um, is that apparently they were at some show doing something together and they had they had their trailer there you know their road coach that they took with them and i guess uh ann's husband uh, two, of the, two of the boys uh they were uh, sons or a son and an acquaintance wanted to go into the thing and have a look around on it because it's a big rock and roll coach so he let him and he said, now listen, be sure to shut this door because we don't want to lose our dogs. So of course, one of them left and left the door open so his friend could come out. And I'm not going to name any names, but let's say the husband came out and gave him a pretty severe thrashing, which caused a giant rift between the two ladies. And as of this time, I believe they're back to texting and that's about it. So uh, there's your TMs. And I think uh, one said, well, I think my husband touched your boy. So we gave him a pretty good beating. So, and he's apparently a pretty nutty guy himself, a very strange individual from what you read, intellectual, but, uh, you know, it happens to the best, in the best of families. So Richard Wayne Pennyman, otherwise known as Little Richard, 
sometimes known as king of rock and roll, queen of rock and roll, fabulous entertainer. He actually played in one of his very first bands that he played in, had Billy Preston, the great organist, had a guy named James Brown, which you've heard of, and another fairly decent guitar player named Jimi Hendrix. Now, can you imagine what that band sounded like? Wow. Everly Brothers, Don and Phil, for a period of about three years, uh, late 50s, first, early 60s, three years, they had six number one hits in a row. They sang like birds. They were a big influence, the Hollies and the Beatles. And uh, there's never been anybody exactly like the two brothers. They fought, broke up for a while, but then they got back together and uh, stayed together, I guess, until Phil died in 2014. So three pretty wonderful uh, groups, all different, all something special coming on. So let's listen to Heart. And they were getting along really good at this time.
gone from the ladies to the wolf, Howlin' Wolf. He had an influence on everybody. His Little Red Rooster, Spoonful, two of the ones that were covered, you name it, by everybody. But he had tons and tons. I probably have 30 of his songs, played with everybody, known for his booming voice and his harmonica playing. And what a wonderful musician he is, was and is. Uh, well, he's was, I should say. He was inducted to the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1991. He's a special person, does it his own way. So let's go along. Let's listen to Mr. Wolf. howls a minute ago because i thought i might uh, bring them to the microphone but i decided to spare the crowd from them they did not sound like howling wolf 
So the next two, I'm going to put them together because I like them and I think they're going to be a good flow. Jackson Brown, wonderful. I heard him up at uh, up at Sedona. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, of course. Written all kinds of songs, played with everybody. He's on tour right now, and he does acoustic stuff on tour, a couple of shows, and he goes with his full band. But boy, his voice is just beautiful. It's like syrup. Then Little Feet, who Jimmy Page says was his favorite band of all time. Lowell George was the big singer for, well, certainly for this song. Uh, he died young at 34 of a heart attack. He actually played in Frank Zappa's band, which is hard for me to imagine that. And he got, he got kicked out by Frank for one of three things. Either one time he played a solo without his amp on, another time he sang too much about uh, or, or talked too much about rock and uh, drugs and something else that wasn't sex. And Frank was pretty straight, and so he didn't like that. Or the third reason, which nobody knows the real answer, he was too damn talented, Frank said, to be in his band. And he actually helped him get a, a contract later on in his career. So short career, but I think these two will flow nice together. So we'll do the two of them.
Sing so sweet like the angels who live in Houston singing Rome easy so slow and easy play the concertina I'll be your temptress and baby I'm defenseless singing harmony in unison Sweet harmony 
Gotta hoist your flag and I'll beat your drum Beautiful. Okay, guys, I'm going to try to do my best to describe the, these treats that Terry and I are going to be forced to eat. You've never seen any treats like this. I'm holding the bag up. I see it looks kind of like a shortbread cookie, pretzels, candy corn, M&Ms, Red Hots, uh, jelly beans. What else can I see over here? Uh, it looks like little, like those little... Um, almost like little licorice treats. And it's a pretty hefty little bag. It'll more than take care of your lunchtime appetite. So you better get after it if you want to get some of those treats. So next we got one of my personal favorites. Not everybody loves him. Lou Reed from the Velvet Underground. And I could take another 10 minutes talking about Lou. But uh, he, the, probably the best thing I can do to describe Lou was he started off in high school and he had some anxiety and panic attacks and you know it was you know, a, lot, a lot of us went to school or some of us anyways that were anxious about going through there so his parents thought he exhibited too much of that plus they thought there was a tad too much of what they decided in those days was homosexual tendencies <coughs> pardon me so what they decided to do to take care of Lou and tune him up good for that was give him a nice little electric shock treatment so he said he never was quite the same after that. He'd count to 17, and then he'd have to go back and count to 17 again. That's somewhat of an exaggeration, because he still had a pretty big brain. He went to Syracuse University. That's where my father graduated. My dad will be thrilled to know that Lou Reed was there, would be thrilled to know that Lou Reed went there. Uh, began playing music there, and Lou decided to be in the ROTC, but they expelled him because apparently... It's not a good deal to hold a loaded gun to your supervisor in ROTC. So he ambled on from there, and believe it or not, he graduated from Syracuse with honors. And by then he was playing. He put his group together under uh, Velvet Underground. He was introduced to heroin in the 60s. And the underground, the Velvet Underground started and uh, played for a couple months. And then they replaced the male drummer with a female drummer who plays solid. And I think you can understand and see why uh, Lou has some songs out like Heroin or Waiting for the Man. He certainly understood it. David Bowie and a bunch of guys really liked him. He's, he's different and he, uh, he did his own thing. He was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So Velvet Underground, fine Syracuse graduate. Let's go ahead and see what Syracuse and a shock treatment could bring to the table.
Lou had a pretty great career. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, 1996. So we're getting down to the end of uh, the show, but I'm doing these one-ups because they each have something to say. So Marlene and I were listening last week, and I forgot how it came up, but uh, you know, she gave me the golden rule of, look, just don't talk about sex, don't talk about you know maybe anything out of bounds and i said well of course so i'm going to try to sneak a little something in on this song if i can it's called sex and candy by marcy playground came out in 1997 and it's uh named after um, marcy open grade school in minneapolis that's marcy playground not the sex and candy part and we were dating then, long distance, and it was in 97 again. And so we started dating in 1995, and then she came to Phoenix in 98. So we'd hear a song, just like two young kids, we call each other. So when I heard this, I called her up and said, this is us, this is, and this reminds me of us. And also the words remind me again of a Warren Zevon. I'm gonna have to play Warren, because I really like, I like him a lot, and this is the kind of, these are the kind of songs that Warren would do, a little sex and candy. So I just told you and showed you a nice, or told you about our, our treats for the candy part. Uh, we'll leave the sex part to everybody's imagination. But here comes Marcy Playground. It was number one for five straight weeks, so it resonated with a lot of people. Hanging around downtown by myself And I had so much time Sit down and think about myself And then there she was Like double cherry pie Yeah, there she was Like disco superfly I smell sex and candy hair Who's that lounging in my chair? Casting devious stares in my direction Mama, this surely is a dream Yeah Yeah, mama, this surely is a dream Dig it Casting the 
exactly the kind of stuff that Warren Zevon would do. So we're going to roll her on out with a big, big, big hit from 1990 by Peter Gabriel. And it's, again, we I talked earlier in the show about how music's like a there is no barrier. So we had a leak at the house. A plumber was, our plumber was over here, Alex. And so we got done. I said, hey, if you've listened to the show, what show? So we started talking, oh, I love music and I love the rock. And so I happened to have printed out my my put together the place and then I print them out so I can reference them or maybe move them around or have something to look at just on a printed sheet so he immediately started going oh that's my guy oh there's Jackson Brown and there's this and then he got to Peter Gabriel and he said I didn't really like him that much when he was fooling around with that what's that guy's name that uh, Genesis I said Phil Collins he said oh yeah yeah but I like it when he went on his own well I guess so because when he put Sledgehammer together he won the all-time record nine awards on MTV and to top everything off he's not only in the Hall of Fame he's in the Hall of Fame Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice once for Genesis and once once on his own so we'll, we'll let him finish it out and again start if you would send information to info at Radio Wilder about uh, your favorite shows and then on the 29th We'll announce the three that are going to play in January before we get right back on it. And I'm not going to keep harping about the trees because as soon as this show's over, I'm going to have some of it. I'm going to have the bag that could have been yours. So thanks again for listening. Glorious, wonderful three months. I'm having a blast, having a great time. In fact, John told me last night, he said, man, sounds like you're having fun. And it puts gas in my tank, and you all put gas in my tank. And I appreciate all the comments. Got some great critiques, some wonderful song suggestions. So uh, enjoy your Friday or Saturday, whenever you listen to the show. People listen to it all over the place. I usually listen to it on Saturday night. Uh, Terry listens to it on Sunday afternoon. Tony N. listens to it Monday morning for Bill and Bill Carrick listens to it with his wife at breakfast. That's the way it should be. You listen to music however and whenever you want it. So have a great one, and we'll take it out and hammer it with a little sledgehammer.